0: It's easy to know when an energy vampire has you in their grip. You know, that's someone that puts out a ton of negative energy and completely drains you. But are you as aware when you're in the presence of a time vampire? Time vampires not only zap your productivity, they zap your energy. So in this episode, I'm sharing how to spot them and how to deal with them in a way that keeps your energy and your relationship with them intact. Hello there and welcome to I Am Vibrant. If you are tuning in for the first time, I'm Leah Lund and I help spiritual entrepreneurs and business leaders finally attract abundance of energy, of time, of financial success by going way beyond mindset management and a good strategy to the only way that ever really helps you create your desired reality, which is energy attunement. So if you've been wanting more, more business, a bigger reach, more clients, a higher salary, more time for yourself, more time freedom, and you've been trying to apply the law of attraction and think your way into attraction and it's not working, this show can be a great support to you because nothing feels worse or drains energy more than when your current reality doesn't match your desires, when you're wanting something and you've not been able to create it because your heart knows, your spirit knows, even your mind knows on some level that it's because of your energetic frequency, that something's off with your energetic frequency. So today, I'm going to teach you a very important thing, which is how to recognize time vampires and how to manage them. And this is all as a tool for restoring your energetic frequency to match the reality that you desire, because that's how it works. When you're a vibrational match to something, then it is, it can't help but be. And if it's not happening, then there's something off in your energetic vibration. So let's dive in here. So you might be somebody that has done a ton of personal development and mindset training to try to shift vibration. Most of my clients, that's the case, sometimes even decades that they've worked on this. And the cold, hard reality is that if what you desire is not there um, and you haven't created that success, then there's something off. And that can be the catch-22 of it is that it can be even more frustrating. It can take your energetic vibration down even further. And so it's so helpful to work with somebody because we can't see what we can't see about ourselves, right? No one can to work with somebody that can help you uncover the little subtle ways that you're sabotaging your own frequency. Because many of the ways we sabotage frequency are exactly that. They're so subtle, like your relationship with time vampires. So that's really what I'm here to talk about today is this one little aspect of energetic attunement that might be sabotaging and hijacking everything that you're trying to create and you aren't even aware that it's happening. So it's easy to know when an energy vampire is has their grip on you. Or at least most people are pretty aware of that. Judith Orloff coined that phrase, energy vampire. But you probably know it so well. It's somebody that just is putting out a ton of negative energy. They're draining you They bring you down. You probably avoid them if you can. But the question is are you as aware when you're in the presence of a time vampire? Now, here's the thing about time it's a funny thing. Uh, We really can't manage it. There's only so much time and we can't manufacture more. So, managing our energy takes us so much further. And yet, time vampires will zap your productivity right along with that energy. So here's some signs that you're in the presence of a time vampire. There's some emotional type signs like um, how they how they are, how they be and how they are and how they interact. So if they are very um, problem-oriented over solution-oriented, if they come at a conversation with a lot of blame and here's why, and especially if they don't take anything, um, personal responsibility for anything, but they take the situations in life personally. Those are emotional signs of time vampires. Also, time vampires tend to get off topic really easily and quickly. And it's usually to make themselves feel better. It's usually to affirm that they're doing enough that they tried, you know, it's sort of a, an explanation of themselves that wasn't ever nobody ever asked. Um, They might try to one up, even one upping you on like a problem, like, oh, yeah, you have a problem. My problem's bigger. Um, And it's almost becomes a competition, (laughs) the level of difficulty of problems or how hard they have it or how much they've been trying and not seeing results. So that's sort of an emotional picture of a time vampire. But then there's also some really key and specific behavioral patterns or habits Um, time vampires have no sense of time. So they'll tend to monopolize yours and they won't stop unless you interrupt them. And when they're done, you also know sometimes after the fact that you've been in the presence of a time vampire, when like it's download, 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 and then they sum it up and they're gone and they walk away really easily. And you're sort of left with like, what just happened there? Time vampires their agenda always wins, they hijack the conversation, they hijack the time they download without pause. They also ask for a lot of time or more time. um, Whether it's in a like a meeting with you or a project that they're working on. But if they're always out of time, and asking for more time, that's a good sign that they're a time vampire and right hand in hand with that is overcomplicating details like if everything's a big production and there's there's 10,000 steps to it and things are just overcomplicated that's a behavioral or habit of a time vampire also if they automatically schedule more time than needed if they reschedule constantly if they start any meeting or or project you're working on, or you know, time you have planned with them, with personal download or unrelated events, and a lot of times it's an avoidance, and and it's them trying to avoid something on their end. But to you on the outside, what you'll notice is that um, they get they just start totally off topic or with personal download. Time vampires also start with what what's. Why, you, why it's not possible, why we can't do what it is we're even having a meeting to do. Even though that sounds completely t- counterintuitive, that's what a time vampire will do. They also can be very passive aggressive and need a lot of time to take action or make a decision. So if you, so I, you know, I mentioned, I, I always Encourage meeting people where they are, or or seeking to understand another. And if there's time vampire behavior, and let's face it, I'm not trying to put a label on anybody. It's about time vampire-like behavior. But you know, if you encounter that, chances are that person has a lot to work through themselves. They either don't have uh, very expanded emotional capacity, or they haven't learned to communicate well, or you know, there are things that lead to this but my focus is your energy. And so if you don't know how to manage a time vampire, then your time is always hijacked or stolen from you. You can react by shutting down and kind of protecting yourself or blocking yourself from them, maybe avoiding them. And that brings your energetic vibration down. And and it's not always the best solution um, because they might've had something very valuable to contribute to what you were working on, or to your life in general, and vice versa. And none of that can happen, because you shut down and can tend to try to avoid. So it's really best to learn to manage a time vampire. And when you do, you'll probably help them out a great deal as well. So I'm going to share an example just to to kind of illustrate what I'm talking about. I had a colleague recently that I haven't talked to in a couple of years, um, but you know we'd worked on something in the past, and through social posts and things, um, this person had said, "Hey, we should reconnect." And I thought, "Yeah, that would be great." You know, I had no particular intent in mind, um, other than possibilities, and I do choose very intentionally sometimes to connect with people for networking for possibilities. I don't always have to have a reason to connect with people. But you know, so I said, Okay, great. So this is like a little bit more social. So I'm going to say that's probably 20, 30 minutes, right. And we picked a time. Well, two days after we scheduled a time to talk, I get a message that says um, something like, you know, I've, I've got something right the hour after. And I'm thinking we might run over. So let's reschedule our time. And then the date that was thrown out was like 10 days or two weeks later. And it was on a weekend. So I could see the writing on the wall. <laughs> in that instant, in a, in a couple sentence message, I knew I was dealing with a time vampire. And another way, I'm just using that you know term, catchy term. But another way to think of that is somebody that isn't managing their energy and i can tell because their use of time is a little haphazard and delayed and you'll you probably see a lot of the the signs that i shared just a minute ago in that and so that you know this rescheduling i can see the writing on the wall we're going to reschedule for 10 days later or 2 weeks later and there's going to be something else and then we're going to reschedule again and and all of a sudden this casual catch up is going to turn into like a big production and so in this case I just cut to the point, right? I messaged and I said um, I actually can't do that date on the weekend, which is true. I had something else planned. Um, so, how about if we just stick to our original plan, connect, take twenty minutes, and and you know we'll we'll finish early just to make it easier on your end, and then we can always schedule a part two. And so this, like, it accomplished. We got the meeting, happened. It didn't have to be long. Obviously, if something, and it hasn't happened yet, so I can't tell you <laughs> what, what it's going to be, but you know, if something comes out of it, that's like a major project and like, oh, wow, collaboration, which I hope that would be amazing, then we can schedule the appropriate time for that later, right? So this is a way of managing a time vampire, explaining what you can do, can't do, uh, um, and why. It's really about clear communication. I can't do this time. I can do this time. I'd love to do it because at least we get reconnected and we can always schedule more time later if something you know comes up that we want to talk further about. So dealing with time vampires really is about protecting your time, knowing that your time is going to, how you invest your time, how you spend your time is going to have a major impact on your energy and your energetic frequency. So, in order to do that, it's essential to me that you have a good planner, like a weekly planner that you plan for your time in advance. Cause you leave, if you leave it up to whatever and whoever comes your way, it's going to be very haphazard. This is why I designed the co-created and designed the inspirement life planner, because it's a planner that helps you manage your energy more than, more so even than your time. And, um, That means directly focusing your mind. So to me, that's what a planner is. You might think it's uh, like some kind of rigid to-do list or uh, depending on the types of planners that you've used in the past, you might have a different perspective of them. But to me, the planner, the Inspirement Life Planner and the planner that I use and the planner that I have my clients use is completely a mind management tool. It is a way to direct where you place your focus For purposes of ensuring that your focus, therefore your time, therefore your energy is invested on the things that are a priority to you. We talk a lot about law of attraction, but there are lots of different laws. And one of them is a law of thinking. And it's that whatever you think you will create. Now, reality of that is it's not even just the thought, it's the emotion that the thought elicits. Because that emotion is frequency and we do attract or create what we feel. And an emotion is an indicator of where our vibrational frequency is. So a planner helps direct your thoughts and make sure that your thought focus is on things that are a priority, which in turn will keep your frequency high. If you don't have a plan, then you're just waiting for somebody else to come along and make your plan for you. And take whatever comes up, and that's you know how your day goes. So that's really, really key. If you hear one thing in this pod in this episode, uh, it's that the reason time vampires and energy vampires, for that matter, frustrate you so much is because they insert their priorities in in your time, and you unknowingly. But willingly, by default, set aside your priorities for theirs. And that's where tension comes from. And that's where stress comes from. And that's why it feels so bad. And our satisfaction, our enjoyment, our fulfillment in life, right along with our productivity and business, is a matter of making sure that you spend your time in a way that's aligned with your priorities so that you're living your life. If you've listened to any other episodes of mine or you know, follow my work, You know, I teach that we can't really manage time in the sense that we can't manufacture any more of it in a day, but we can manage our energy. And in fact, episode 14 of this season is all about that, managing your energy beyond your time. But time is a tool for managing your energy. And that's what you're spending. Uh, When you spend your time is really you're spending your energy. So. A good plan starts with asking yourself, is everything that's on the plan energy worthy to you? Like, is this an activity, a situation, a person that you desire to invest your time with because it has a positive effect on your energy? And if not, it just doesn't even belong in the time, in the in the plan altogether. So decide ahead of time what your plan is for your week, for your day, for your month, for your life and then the the time management strategies that do exist and in that episode 14 I go deeper so i'm just going to say them quickly but you know you can delegate you can automate things it's important to have a process for routine things because then it's like no brainer doesn't take a lot of time or energy um you can start now versus having this concept of i'm going to go back and catch up like you know, if it's something you haven't, let's say you wanted to listen to, I'm going to use my podcast. Maybe you want to listen to this whole season. Oh, wow. Something I've said, like really is resonating for you. I need to go back and, and do this in order and listen to all the episodes. No, you don't start now, start now and act now. Um, use your written planner, organize your time in advance. I definitely suggest planning for things to take twice as long as they do, or, or, Um, you know, allowing yourself twice the time that you think it will take, because that's a very liberating thing to finish up early, and have quote, unquote, extra time. And your, your priorities are the the main part of your planner. Now I know reality, parents, especially, um, you know, there's, there's times that being an adult means doing things that maybe aren't your top priority or the most the thing you enjoy the most or the most fulfilling to you and they have to be done too but your planner your plan for your week or your day or your month or your life can't be lopsided you know you will not feel fulfilled you will not have high energy vibration if you you go through your days going through the motions of checking off a list of other people's priorities so have your plan, make sure it's as much about you as possible. um, And then stick to that plan. So when you do encounter a time vampire, what do you do? Well, first of all, you lead the conversation, you explain what you can do, what you can't. And why to the degree that you are comfortable. You don't have to explain yourself, but but so in my example, it was no problem for me to say, well, on that day, actually I am out horse camping, and I won't even be anywhere near reception. I felt I felt energetically good about sharing that reason why. But my point here goes bigger than than that, and it definitely, I don't want to be suggesting that you need to explain every little detail about yourself. You get to make your decisions. So that's really all another person needs to know is, um, I can't do that, but I can do this. And, but if you share your why, if you share your priorities, it really is so meaningful to others that they will adjust. Because what you'll find, the more you practice this with time vampires, what you'll find is that they're t- the reason they are time vampires is because they have no idea to, how to manage their own energy and their own time. So, you're actually doing them a favor by illustrating and demonstrating. I could do that. But if I did, then I wouldn't be doing X, Y, Z. And I'm really committed to that being a priority for myself right now. Um, So, how about if instead we stick to our original meeting, we keep it to 20 minutes? It's a win win for everybody. Explaining that, like sharing that priority, is liberating for you. And it actually could just be life-changing for them. I'll share another example. I have a client that um the first few times we met was always asking for an evening appointment. And I, you know, I the first couple of times I just said no, I don't have that available. And which wouldn't, you know, is enough. And yet this person kept asking. So I went further to it and I said, "Well, here's You know, I don't have that available because that is the time that, and I mentioned um, something self-care for my, my personal health. And as soon as they understood that that was the reason, she never asked again for an evening appointment. You know, it was like, oh, I had no idea. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I'll, I'll never ask for that appointment again. I said, hey, no worries. We get to ask, (laughs) we get to ask for what we want. So that communication is so huge, not justifying, but you can share what your priorities are. And what you'll actually find a lot of times is that the time time vampires start to help you support your um, priorities. Another example this week I had, and and this is an important distinction, look, look for an important point, look for language from others, and see it for what it really is. So I have somebody that I'm co-creating something with and this week they said um i think if exact words i think if we push we could have xyz done by the end of the week so the word push to me (laughs) was like a red light right a sounding the alarm because what push really means is how do we push the only way we could push would be if I traded priorities, if I sacrificed something that was a greater priority to me for this project, or if I worked longer, harder hours, if I put in more hours than I intend to. And that's old world paradigm. That is managing time. That is not managing energy. So I simply explained exactly that. You know what the word push means to me? And I repeated what I just said. Um, And we found another way to go about it. So sometimes there will be exceptions that you make. Sometimes somebody will present something. And you may decide to bump up their priority over something that had been your top priority. But the point is, know that you're making that decision. Because if you know you're making that decision, and it's intentional, then your energetic vibration will stay high. So. That's, that's number one, explaining what your priorities are, sharing your priorities with the time vampire. You can also email or message details in advance or even an outline. Hey, great. We're going to connect 15 minutes. My intent is X, Y, Z, one, two, three. They already know. They know the, the uh, scope of the conversation in advance. You can let them know in advance also the time that you have and that it's a perfect amount of time because language is everything. So when you say something like, I know we'll be able to cover this in 20 minutes, it's a perfect amount of time. You're really priming your brain and their brain to be focused, to be efficient and to be thinking thoughts that are supportive of a high vibration. So it's good for you and it's good for them. Then prior to the engagement, try to do something that grounds you, like take deep breaths or chanting. Um, Open up chakras, really open energy. Reiterate to yourself your intent for the exchange so that you know going in exactly, you have total clarity about what your intent is. And then I even play microcurrent frequency for clarity, for protection. It just depends on the situation. But I, I, on a frequency basis, on a microcurrent frequency basis, I'm attuning my cells to the high vibration that I want to be operating at as I go into the conversation. Then share intent from the very beginning up front, but also ask for their intent. That sort of gets everything off the table because sometimes when people are downloading, 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 it's because there's something that they want to say and they're not saying it. So ask upfront if one thing came out of this conversation, what's most important to you? Now they might be completely shocked by that question because that's not typical conversation, right? But it can be life changing to ask that. It can. It can. Have that 10 minute, all of a sudden you might only need 10 minutes to take huge strides, to accomplish something amazing simply because you were both clear and you were both aligned. And then be prepared throughout the exchange to lovingly interrupt anytime you feel the conversation, notice it's going off track, which can be as simple as Hey, you shared that this is your intent for the conversation. And I just noticed that we got a little bit off track. Uh, And I think we'll both feel best if we, if we stay on point, we can always, you know, circle back another time about that other thing. So language, I want to touch a little bit on the power, the frequency involved in language. That's why saying your intent up front is so important because if you don't, people will feel it energetically lingering in the background and vice versa. If you don't ask what their intent is, which might just be helping them even think about what their intent is, maybe they didn't, they were sporadic as they came into the conversation and they didn't have an intent. That energy lingers and we feel it. And you or they, either one could be like wondering what's the real intent and be very distracted and therefore not be dropped in not be focused and energy can be fragmented and you accomplish nothing in the conversation and maybe both get very, very frustrated. So the intent piece relaxes and focuses you both. The most energetic liberation and liberating in terms of your energy, that thing that you can do is really say what you mean, but take into account the power, the frequency of language. Choose your words. Say it. Say what you mean authentically, but say it kindly. I love to teach uh, Marshall Rosenberg's Nonviolent Communication, which is uh, observation feeling need request. I noticed I'm feeling. I need. That's really our desire. So my request is we get back on track. I notice we slipped off of what we said we, our intention was, it's having me feel a little pressured and stressed right now. I really do want to walk away from this conversation with that original intent. So I'm just going to ask that we get back on track and we sidebar that other piece. And we, you know, we can always come back to it in a different conversation if it's important and then ask them to honestly express the same When you say something that you're not sure how it's going to be received, but you know that you've got to, (laughs) you've got to interrupt lovingly in order to not be hijacked, a great opening is, I say this from my heart, but here's the key, actually mean that. You have to make sure your energy isn't in a defensive place, isn't in a competitive place that it truly is coming from your heart. And that might take a moment to just get connected again to your breath because the breath is the best way we can get our bearings. And then you can say, I say this from the heart. I I think that you're downloading. And in doing that, we're we're not accomplishing what I know is important to both of us. Something to that effect. If it's a friend, for example, that you also do business with or a business colleague that's you know bringing in a whole bunch of personal life story, you could say something like, I can sense there's something that you want to get off your chest. And I also don't want to create frustration for either of us that we don't accomplish what we had in mind for today. So how about if you just get that thing off your chest? Go ahead and just tell me in the simplest way what it is that's bothering you, and then we can clear it and we can move on. Very much from the heart. Now, those exact same words could be said with a different energy. Well, I can tell there's something that you want to get off your chest. So why don't you go ahead and say it? Total different energetic feel, right? So speak from the heart and make sure that you're energetically truly are coming from that place. Um, It also works really well with a passive aggressive. When you can tell that somebody is being passive aggressive with you. You could say something like, I think there's something you're not saying, and I'm afraid it might derail our purpose here. So I want you to know you can go ahead and say it, but why don't you just say it and put it out there in the simplest terms, and that way we can move forward and be more productive. So we can say the exact same thing, same words even, in one energy or another and have a totally different effect because we are energy beings and we pick up on each other's energy. You could say something like, I think it will help us make this conversation really meaningful if I let you know up front that what I'm hoping to walk away with out of this is that we determine, you know, X, Y, Z. These are all phrases and expressions that help you lead the conversation. And trust me, in every conversation, somebody is leading it. In every meeting, in every phone call, in every text, Somebody is leading the conversation, whether it's a client, whether it's an employee, whether it's your child, somebody is always bringing the other on board with their priority, even if it's subconsciously. And if it's not your priority, that is going to not only rob you of some time, but more importantly, it'll lower your vibration. So imagine what happens when two people go into these exchanges unconsciously, what happens? Not much, not much energy drain, lower vibration, not productive. And it just doesn't feel good. And it's not fulfilling and you, you get out of it and you don't even know what happened. So I've given you a lot of guidelines here of how to plan first and then how to interact with that time vampire, uh, productively. So this will be a conversation for another day. But I, I do want to just mention that what we react to in another is something in us, like either how we felt ourselves, how we've done a similar thing, fear of that thing. So you can learn a lot about yourself and why your energetic vibration is where it is. If you pay attention to who and what situation feel like a time vampire to you. And then do that inner alignment work. The biggest message of today is have your plan for your time, stick to your plan for your time, communicate your plan for your time, and be conscious if you exchange, if you exchange your priority for something else, do it consciously as opposed to unconsciously. And if you explain what you're doing, you just might liberate a time vampire too. If you're looking for support on making sure that your plan aligns with what is most important to you, that it's not just urgent, but it's really the meaningful, fulfilling, most important things, I invite you to our monthly vision activation workshop. It's called Manage Your Energy Beyond Your Time. I'll drop the link, bit.ly forward slash energy planner in the show notes. You can come for a month. You can come for... Uh, there's an annual pass. We use a lot of the concepts of my planner, whether or not you have the planner and it can help liberate your time, therefore your energy. And if you'd like to talk to me more about having me serve as your partner, to spot these ways that you're sacrificing your vibration, beginning with time vampires, but so many other subtle ways that your energe- energetic vibration gets sabotaged or hijacked. Um, then let's chat. And you can do that at bit.ly forward slash inner alignment call. I hope this has been helpful. Please do comment on what's been most meaningful to you. And I will be with you on the next episode of I Am Vibrant.